Welcome fellow seekers, my name is Nathan, and this is the Law of One and Spiritual Concepts podcast, where I share my interpretations of the Law of One and other related topics. Today we'll be discussing the concept of polarity from the Law of One. Diving in, polarity is a key concept and fundamental point that comes up in the material. It appears in the form of contrast or tension in everything throughout a universe. That is, until we get back to the unity of the undistorted intelligent infinity. Polarity is commonly thought of, though, in terms of a magnet with positive and negative poles or other contrasting terms such as hot and cold, light and dark, male-female. But there's another side to polarity as well, that is polarity in consciousness. And what this polarity in consciousness looks like is either being of service to others or being of service to the self. And this is a key point here in third density because that is basically what the choice is, is making that decision between being of service to others or service to self. And that must be accomplished in order to graduate to fourth density. Polarity as we know it began as a byproduct when the Logos implemented the Veil of Forgetting. In other words, creating the service to self path at that time, implementing that contrast or tension. So why do we have to polarize and what is the purpose of polarity? Well, as we were discussing there, it is needed in order to progress in consciousness and also sets then the foundation for how we'll progress through the higher densities. So looking at it this way, polarizing is then the ability to do work in consciousness. So either towards service to others or service to self. And the way this is done then is by biasing our consciousness in one of these directions or the other. And then through this biasing, we're able to develop the power to do greater work in consciousness. Exploring this concept of work a little further, the analogy Ra gives is with an electrical wound coil. Although the coil is missing the charge, and that charge comes from polarity. This is also explored a little further in 19.19, where Don is asking that the more you build the charge on either of the ends of the north and south pole, the greater the potential difference and the greater the ability to do work. And this is confirmed by Ra to be precisely correct, relating to how work in consciousness is done. When further considering the purpose of polarity, I think uh, in question 78.24, Ra gives a little more of an explanation here, so we'll read a partial quote. The purpose of polarity is to develop the potential to do work. This is the great characteristic of those, shall we say, experiments which have evolved since the concept of the choice was appreciated. Work is done far more efficiently and with greater purity, intensity, and variety by the voluntary searching of the mind-body-spirit complexes for the lessons of third and fourth densities. So, reviewing under these terms, I think polarity is, is the force that moves us back into love, either love of self or love of others. And how I interpret this to relate to that quote is by looking at the creation as being made of conscious love. So when an entity does work in consciousness, it is a way of expressing that understanding of love, creating more experiences for the creator to know itself, and showing progress for the entity working its way back to the creator, instead of just being stuck or or stagnant. And speaking of stagnation, This brings up a rather important point, and one that's rather relevant to our society these days. 
and this is centered around the concept of the sinkhole of indifference that Ra mentions. What the sinkhole is, is where people are at when they are not polarizing. This means that they are choosing to remain asleep and living in a non-conscious state. Unfortunately, our society today appears to be encouraging this type of lifestyle through our technology, media, government. And another way Ra looks at this is through the idea of comfort. So we as people are much more likely to go in the direction of comfort and than exploring something that's uncomfortable. So that tends to look like not exploring consciousness and remaining caught up in our same day-to-day -day patterns, really not offering anything new or creative to society or our other selves. The unfortunate circumstances around this are brought up in 20.17 where Ra is indicating that entities remaining in this unpolarized state lose the opportunity to break out of this cycle and are more likely to be imprisoned by it, with the conditions that grant progress gradually lost, because it's become apparent the entity does not wish to progress. When considering this, I would view this as a rather key point and justification in order to polarize in consciousness. So whether that's polarizing in service to others, loving, accepting, forgiving others, or whether that's service to self, controlling, enslaving, and maximizing the illusion of separateness. For as Ra says, the law of one blinks neither at the light or the dark. And maybe even better summarized in 7.17, where at the end partial quote here, Ra indicates, the distortion lies in the fact that those who seek to serve the self are seen by the law of one as precisely the same as those who seek to serve others. For are all not one? To serve yourself and to serve other is a dual method of saying the same thing, if you can understand the essence of the law of one." End quote. As we start to now transition towards looking at how we polarize, I think an important and interesting uh, concept that Rob brings up is the idea that majority of the third density beings are already far along their chosen path before realization of the path is conscious. And that was from 19.16. And what I think Ra is saying here is that a lot of people have these core values and beliefs within them that already have them going down one direction or another, so service to self or service to others. This is then also highlighted in the way we interact with others. And in 19.13, we see that the quickest way to learn is to deal with other selves. This is a much greater catalyst than dealing with the self. Dealing with the self without other selves is akin to living without what you would call mirrors." End quote there. And what I glean from this is that when we interact with other selves, we have feelings and emotions and thoughts that come up that are mirrored back to us as catalyst. So, in order to polarize, we can use this catalyst to figure out some of our distortions, why we get angry at certain situations, why others make us happy, to further understand us, because if we're all one, we should be able to accept all and love all. I think this is also identified in 42.11, that the thoughts of an entity, its feelings or emotions, and least of all, its behaviors are the signposts for the teach learnings of self by self. In the analysis of one's experiences of a diurnal cycle, an entity may assess what it considers to be appropriate thoughts, behaviors, feelings, and emotions." End quote. The helpful example given here by Ra is 
that at the end of the day, whether in meditation or contemplation, think back on your day to the different thoughts, feelings, and emotions you had. This can become a starting point. So although they're not likely to all be positive and loving, it can give you an idea or self-analysis of why these thoughts came up and how to begin to work through these and be more loving next time. The reason Ross says behaviors are least authentic, I believe, is because they can be manufactured or consciously chosen by the mind after consideration, so not nearly as authentic. There are many quotes to pick from on the topic of polarity, but I'll spare you a number of them for the sake of time and say that another key way to polarize has to do with healing and balancing. For when we heal and balance, we are also doing work in consciousness. I'm hoping to do a Practicing the Law of One episode on polarity, healing, and balancing, where we can look more into how to accomplish this. In the meantime, though, I think it's important to identify that the ability to polarize requires a certain degree of self-determination, as Ross says in 65.14. So there's a lot more work going into this. It's, it's not quite as simple as you might think, in that it does take some conscious effort. Or in other words, intent. We've highlighted the importance of intent before, but Rod does make it clear that the attempt is far more important to us than the completeness of the result. So if we can strengthen our will and faith in order to polarize in a particular direction, we're off to a very good start just by that intent alone. Another item I wanted to discuss has to do with once we begin polarizing, we will end up activating the opposite polarity towards us as attention. So if you're polarizing down the service to others path, you may become a beacon of light and stand out then to the negative polarity. So this is also talked about in 72.7, where Ra says, there is a turning point, a fulcrum, which swings as a mind-body-spirit complex, tunes its will to service. If this will and desire is for the service to others, the corresponding polarity will be activated, end quote. It is important to be aware of this, and also to understand that the opposite polarity will end up presenting you with tests or opportunities in which you can further polarize down your path. So in the sake of the positive polarity, if you're presented with anger, if you don't use this properly, you could end up depolarizing instead. But if you are consciously aware of this anger, you can then transmute it to work in your favor to help polarize more positively. We can then see each experience, whether positive or negative, as an opportunity to polarize more strongly towards service to self or service to others. On the positive, service to others path, this is something that is being constantly kept in check by the negative. So I see this as through different thoughts, temptations, and feelings that are being presented to you. So this is where that self-determination comes into play, that you need to have this in the conscious intent in order to continue down the service to others positive polarization without getting drawn back. Or in other words, depolarize. As we're nearing the end of this episode, one of the last points I wanted to look at comes from 93.3, where Ra is indicating that it is not possible to judge what percentage polarized an entity is. And what we're meaning by this is if an entity is above or at the 51% service to others in order to graduate towards fourth density positive, or if the entity is 95% service to self in order to graduate to the fourth density negative. So 
Although, it's, as Ross says, it's impossible to judge where an entity's at, I still think it is possible to have a pretty good idea where certain individuals are at, and this can be done simply just by spending time with them, in, in my opinion, because you can usually get a pretty good idea if the individual is self-centered or if they're compassionate just by interacting with them. There are obviously a lot of other factors that weigh into this, uh, making it not too important to focus on, other than your individual self and, and polarizing in the direction that you want to go in consciousness. But I do think it is helpful at times to be with other like-minded individuals or others who are polarizing in the same direction as you are wanting to go. And with that, I'll end it here for today. I hope you found this episode to be interesting and of benefit. If you have any other episode ideas or would like to get in contact with me, please consider checking out my website at lawofonespiritualconcepts.com. I'll provide a link in the show notes as well for this. Thank you for listening. I leave you now in the love and in the light.